Are you ready, kids? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Subject High, the only podcast on the internet with the guests who do. I am your host for this episode and all episodes, Hookaloof, 24, a bear. And on this episode, our ep- our guest is... Oh, I messed it up. I got too excited to read the... to say the... To say the name, our episode is the local gassy lassie Blizzy of Blizzy Blizzy's good good arts on the internet, <laughs> and any any semblance of professionalism with this intro has fallen out the window. <laughs> Blizzy, hello, <laughs> hello, hello. I I enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, uh how are you today? I'm doing I'm very well. How are you? And wonderful. I can't stop. La- like smiling at your <laughs> dinky little icon. Oh, good. <laughs> He's popping up like. Oh, well. Hold on, I've got. I've actually been. I've been dying to do something like this before. But hi, I'm Little Hookaloof. Was that supposed to be a filter? Oh damn it! Did it not work? Or was I just quiet? No, it, it just sounded like you walked like <laughs> five ten feet away oh beans never mind well know. you would look smaller because you were farther away it's true uh i have this little i have this little thing that i thought would do never mind i, I still don't know how any of my audio equipment works well he could be like hello i'm little hookah <gasps> that voice is incredibly adorable and also kind of made me afraid i don't know why i'm still trying to process what i felt when i heard that I get that a lot. <laughs> I really do. And what's even more terrifying is that that's the voice that I do in my fursuit. Really? Yes. Does that come through well through a fursuit? Um, it's a little muffled, so I have to really project. Wow. And by the end of the day, um, my throat hurts pretty bad. I would imagine I- so. Gosh. At an anthrocon, I forget what year it was, but by the end of the weekend, I had no voice. Oh, shoot. Because I was suiting every day for at least eight hours. Wow. That's impressive devotion. I cannot do it that long anymore. I I don't know if I'm getting fatter or older and just like, just not caring as much, but like, I can suit for like maybe two or three hours and be like, oh, fuck, I'm done. I just want to shower and take a nap. I don't know. It seems it seems like an incredibly uh, physically intense thing to do. It's yeah, full suits suck. <laughs> I've never I've never worn one before. Picture wearing a '70s shag carpet, Ugh. and then walking around in it for hours. You could feel like the sweat rolling down your back. Oof. Have you ever hugged a full suitor? Like at the end of the day. Not at the end of the day. Usually, by the time that I'm I'm around anyone, they're they're at that point where they're like, "Just get this thing off of me." Oh well, well, if you're gonna take a picture with a fursuiter, try not to touch their back. For the love of God, don't do it because it's gonna be terrible for you and them because they're gonna be aware. <laughs> <laughs> because I know, I know, I've had people do that. I'm like, oh God, no, that's so moist. Please don't touch it. <laughs> God, what a that's an incredible poll quote and potential episode title. That's so moist, please don't touch it. <laughs> and, 
God. Ooh, it's like the, I grossed myself out. It's like the most Ooh. heinous ASMR. <laughs> no, yeah. I do like a little blizzy ASMR. Oh my god. I I'm I'm not I'm not a big ASMR person. I would probably listen to that. <laughs> even even just for the, like the lull factor. <laughs> it, there is a serious lull factor involved with the idea of little blizzy ASMR. <laughs> just like a little animation of just like a blizzy with itty bitty tiny arms like just tapping on things. <laughs> I, I think I think you know I think you've got your next venture oh Jesus I mean I actually am really sensitive to ASMR even sounds that I think are disgusting like I get the sensation I'm like oh damn it no do not <laughs> tangle to this <laughs> oh God like the like the ugly chewing food videos oh like uh, it's so gross, but as soon as they crunch into something, I'm like, "Oh, there it is!" Oh, I hate it. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotta love that crunch. Hmm, <laughs> crunch it tied me, Captain. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Crunch ASMR. No, thank you. <laughs> Yar har filled. Uh, I feel oh, Lord. this this episode's gonna be rambly because I feel like I've been going stir crazy. Let's date this episode. It's currently like week one of the big everyone stay inside quarantine. Week two if you were responsible. <laughs> and, yeah, it's about week two for us. Alright, good to know that you're more responsible than me slash my job, but just Ugh, I, I wanna go outside but I can't. We live in the middle of nowhere, so like going out and doing anything is it's it's always like an hour away yeah so i live in this tiny little town in west virginia so we've been winning by the way like all of y'all need to check yourself before you wreck yourself with this coronavirus because west virginia was winning for a while i i'm currently in louisiana and we're in the top five per capita of places that are getting it so i'm not winning in fact, quite the opposite. I, I think we're losing. We got first place and last place, everybody. Ugh. It's because... No. Go ahead. Nah, just people don't want to stay inside, especially in a state where open containers, as far as drinking, like, alcohol is concerned, is anything that has a straw in it. Other than that, like... Yeah, absolutely. You, uh, if you just put the cap back on the the liquor, you can keep drinking it. Yeah. Which is how it should be. Be irresponsible. Yeah. Be careful still, because it can slither its way down your straw. Ugh. Yucky. It's like, I'm a snake. <laughs> oh, I should have forewarned you that I'm a fucking shitlord. No, that's fine. You're in good company. I quote memes, the dankest ones, and I love puns. Oh. I'll try I'll try and think of some puns, because I've had guests that are not, not pun punists. So you'll either get my Muttley laugh or my Shitlord laugh. 
Wow, so many different laughs to collect. I do. I have I have quite a few. I have like this really stupid one and I hate it when it comes out, but if it's like really good, like if I'm scrolling through TikTok or some shit and this really stupid like abrupt like gag gets me. I like stupid laugh and it echoes through the house. My husband comes down and he's like, "What are you laughing at? Damn." And I make him watch it, and then he stupid laughs, and then we stupid <laughs> laugh together. I like the impression you've done of your husband. <laughs> He's my big dumb dog. I love him. Aww. That is absolutely adorable. He's actually very intelligent, but when it comes to common sense, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we can get into some of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's He's a hoot. We've been married for seven years now. Wow. But we've known each other since high school. Really? Yeah. He's two years older than me. Okay. So I met him when I was a freshman and he was a junior. Okay. At our high school, we had... Uh, we kind of made a designated area where all the nerdy kids go. Okay. Because um, in the mornings when we would get dropped off... Um, by our school buses or whatever. There was like two places you could chill out until school actually starts and you had to go to homeroom. And so we had this big open hall that people can just stand around and sit on the floor or whatever. We went out there sometimes, but mostly like the dude bros and cheerleaders and shit went out there and I ain't all about that. I can, I can tell from the disdain in your voice. <laughs> no, like I was an emo kid in high school. So I was an emo goth chick in high school. Weighed maybe 90 pounds my freshman year. Damn. Now I weigh like five of me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I mean, I tried to lose a little bit of weight, but I don't know, bitch. I just love food. Food's good. Food is pretty good. Wait, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So we had um, a table in the cafeteria that all the nerdy kids would sit at because my husband and his group of friends would all sit there and play Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering and shit. And um, my cousin and I were in the same grade. So we got to chill out, and she she's also... Well, she was an she was a, an artist as well. Um, so she and I would sit and draw our fucking furry trash All right. at breakfast every morning. My cousin is Loco Salt Inc. Oh, if you've ever heard of her, the name does sound familiar. Yeah, she's she did she did some for, but mostly like macro. Okay. But yes, she is my cousin. I am two years older than she is. Interesting. No, no. Uh, I messed myself. Two months older. Okay. Two months, not two years. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I was trying to follow the timeline in my head of, like, this being somebody who you were with your freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. I was, I was thinking to myself, like, did they just, like, skip a bunch of grades, or...? No. Okay. No, two two months so, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, two months, two months... Um, 
she was like so much taller than me. And it always pissed me off. Now, this is the first time that I think I've heard of anybody being like an inter I don't want to say intergenerational, but like an inter family mm. like furry artist. How- I don't know how that happened. Okay. I I really don't. I'm, I'm we were just really really close. And anything we did, we did together. All right. And just for some reason everything that one of us liked, the other one liked too. So we were more like twins in a way. Like I spent more time at her house than I did in my own. Those sorts of relationships are very fun and good. Staying up all night, playing Neopets. That's where it all started for me. (laughs) I didn't even have to ask the question of where, of where it came Mm. from. Neopets is the culprit. Yeah. Making, making different characters. And then, you know, in our teens and she's like, so what if they like fucked? (laughs) And I was like, that'd be pretty sweet. (laughs) (laughs) And so my first actual like role play experience, not like with each other, but the characters was me and my cousin sitting, passing a notebook back and forth. <laughs> making our Neopets bump uglies. That That is something. I did, I did not expect the, the, the deep Neopets pull, but, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. I just got back into it, too. Oh, congratulations. Quarantine has me like, let's check my Neopets. <laughs> How are they doing? Are they hungry? Probably. I put them all in the pound, and then I open my pound back up, and uh, I've got four painted pets now, so Ooh. flex. I found, <laughs> for, for those who know what it is, I found a fairy corbat in the pound. I, I do not know what that is, but I, from, from your intonation, it sounds impressive. Well, it isn't for me, because I've always wanted a fairy pet, like a fairy painted pet. Okay. And they're like million the 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 paintbrush to change their appearance is uh, like millions of neo points, like millions of in-game currency. I I, I neo petted for a brief time, but I was I was more of a club penguin person myself. <laughs> I never got into club. I hated penguins for the longest time. I don't know why. <laughs> I was terrified of them in high school. I. Like some people are arachnophobic. I was, I was afraid of penguins. Well, you don't got to explain anything to me. I'm scared of sloths. But now I think like every animal's cute. Eh. Like if someone who owns a tarantula puts the tarantula in my hands, I'm okay with it. Okay. I've never held one, but I think that would be dope. I, I don't mind spiders. It's any beetle bug is the only thing that I hate. Centipedes. Ugh. Awful. Heinous. Any anything with too many legs. Just get them away. Kill it! No, that's, Burn it. That's those are that's that's God's little mistake, and we look past that, but that is that is a mistake. I, I say that, but at the same time, it's like when they're at a distance or like there's glass in between us, like it's not gonna touch me and I don't have to touch it. I'm like, aw. Oh. Bug. 
Bu- bugs in a, in where they're supposed to be, totally fine. Like I'll look at a Except bug. Except for cave centipedes. Ugh. They no. can suck my dick. Ugh. I don't want them anywhere near my dick. <laughs> I don't have one. You're lucky in that regard. Cave centipedes might get on it. Am I though? Eh, depends on your perspective. It'd be nice. Sometimes. <laughs> but no, we used to get cave centipedes really bad in our shower at our dorm. Mm-hmm. I oh I I forgot to mention I went to college. Congratulations! For like a year and a half. Stop bragging. Uh, school dropout. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. uh, how was how was that? I think I think you might be the first. Shit. Because <laughs> I went to like this really dumb community college, and it was not an art school at all. My counselor didn't give two fucks about me. Liars. Like, I was in, I don't know why I stayed the entire semester, but I was in a drafting class. Okay. Like, I was drawing buildings. Interesting. And then I drew my teacher a fursona. Oh. (laughs) He loved it. He hung it up. (laughs) He took it down the next day because someone was probably like, eh, fucking furry. Aw, I don't like the idea that your community college drafting teacher got bullied over his student-mandated persona. <laughs> I went to a community college in West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of West Virginia. I came from Ohio. I live here. I've lived here my entire life. Make fun of it all you want. Just don't make fun of me for being West Virginian. I, I'll be honest. I don't have much of a frame of reference for... West Virginia to make fun of you. It's just like a dumbed down Ohio, to be honest. Oh man, and Ohio's like a dumbed down place. <laughs> I live really close to uh, Ohio and Maryland, so I get it. <laughs> I the college that I went to was in the middle of a Venn diagram of cornfields. <laughs> Nasty. I'm glad that I left. I live in a swamp now, and it gave me an infection. <laughs> that, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Press F to play respects. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I lived briefly. <laughs> but then the coronavirus. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so ready for the coronavirus to either just be done or to take me into its sweet embrace. So I can get two weeks yeah, off of work. Yeah, it needs to fuck off because <laughs> I want to. I was supposed to go visit my sister next week, and that's not happening. Yeah, it's it's taking <sighs> its toll on people's plans, and that's not fair. Man, mm. when this episode goes up, it's really going to suck if this virus has become like a uh, thing that murders people. Oh yeah, I heard it. Did you hear about Italy? Yeah, Italy's Italy's popping off. Oh. Uh. I think it's also mostly because a lot of people in Italy are old, and this thing is like the plague for the olds. Uh, if you're from Italy and you're listening to this, just, oh my god, just be safe. Yeah. And if you're from Italy and you're listening to this, congrats on uh, being bilingual. That's pretty cool. I wish I was bilingual. Same. I took two years of Spanish and only know how to curse. <laughs> Give us your favorite. Um, why? Well, I, I know. Um, I know how to say where are my pants. Donde están mis pantalones? Ooh, see. Sí. 
I know a little bit of Japanese. Okay. And I can do hentai voice. Oh, this is going to be dangerous territory, so, but I would. Um, I know how to introduce myself. Watashi wa Lucy desu. Aw, beautiful. Watashi wa Amerikaijin desu. That means I'm American. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful language. Uh, I love Japanese. Um, the, the most complicated thing I've ever learned, I literally learned at Disney World. We were at Epcot. Okay. And we were in the Japan section. And we were we were eating a meal there, like the, the fast service meals that they have. So I was sitting there munching on my udon, uh, happy as can be, because I just spent at least 60 bucks on Pokemon plushies in the in the store <laughs> next time. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, hmm, I wonder how, I, I want to tell, you know, the people at the front, you know, at the cashier, at the at the desk, that you know I enjoyed the meal, and I want I want to know how to say that in the most polite way as possible because everybody that works there is from Japan. And so I'm looking through my phone, and I found I find it, and I make sure that it's the correct translation. First of all. Very important. So I'm sitting there and I'm, t I'm saying it like quietly to myself to make sure that I have like the right pronunciation. Um, uh, and so after we take up our trays and they were like, um, you know, they were saying, Arigato gozaimasu, you know, like have a good day. Like as we're getting ready to leave. And I turned around and I bowed and I said, Tabemono arigato gozaimashita. Ooh. And the girls' faces lit up. They were like, oh, my God. I was like, please tell me. I said what I hope, what I think I said. And then they had one of the chefs come out. And they're like, tell him. Tell him. And I said it again. And he was like, oh. <laughs> oh. And he was like, oh, you're so welcome. And I was like, hmm. Nailed felt it. good. I felt good. It, it probably means a lot after, you know, horde after horde of American people come in, just sort of eat and then leave, that somebody made an effort like that. So I'm sure that was well appreciated. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know enough to at least be polite. Oh, gassy lassie at it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, everybody that works there... You know, when, you know, they're like, have a nice day. And I'm like, arigato gozaimasu. And then they just, their face lights up and they're like, who are you? And, uh, and, and then I do. And then they're just like, <laughs> And I have a bunch of like anime tattoos on my body. Hell yeah. So, yeah. And so they're like, oh, Totoro. And then like, I have a Godzilla on my leg. <laughs> And one of the girls, she was like, oh, chibi, kawaii. And I was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fam, I didn't say that. I, I just said, I was like, arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> but what you wanted to say was, yeah, bitch. <laughs> oh, my mama, I'm, I know I'm missing bits and pieces of that, so I apologize if 
I because de- I know I definitely said that wrong. I'm I'm pretty sure Omaiwamo uh, Shindaru is correct. Uh how about how about this? How did you we 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 addressed your your introduction to furry stuff in general, and that was through the pets, the Neopets. Neopets and uh, Disney. Disney had a huge part in it because my whole family are Disney sluts. <laughs> we love Disney. Oh, that's excellent. But how about the art side of things? How did you get your start with that? Um, I've literally been drawing my entire life since I was three years old. Really? Yes. My my mom would always brag when she was would be like talking to anybody about my art. You know, she uh, she said all I all she had to do to clean the house, like full deep clean the house, was to sit me in front of a Disney movie with some like a coloring book, paper, and some crayons, and she's like, That bitch did not move. She did not move for hours. Wow. She said, well, I had to come back occasionally and rewind the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I watched The Lion King until my VHS died. Jeez. And it was almost the same way with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Classic. And I think that also had a big part in it as well. I also blame Jessica Rabbit and being bi. I I think that you're not alone in blaming Jessica Rabbit for that. She is the blame for a lot of things. And it's okay. <laughs> Who blamed Jessica Rabbit? Uh, I did. <laughs> Perfect. It was me. <laughs> I'd have to say um Pokémon uh did it too. I've been into Pokémon since it released in America. Perfect. Bit of a bit of a tangent. Do you remember that weird commercial for Pokemon of the the like bus driver luring them all onto the bus and then he squishes the bus down into a Game Boy? Yes, very vaguely, but I do remember that. That terrified and me. And I was disturbed. Yeah. Why'd they think that was good? I was like, Nanny, they're they're squishing the Pikachu. Who, who was like, what's a good idea? Oh, I know. Creepy, you know, molester bus driver. He'll lure the Pokemon onto his bus. And then crush them. Yeah. I, Get I, it? They're pocket monsters. They fit in your pocket. Yeah. But they're too big. We have to make them small. And <laughs> now they're meat paste. <laughs> Pokemon Delicious. Brand, Pokemon brand meat paste. Yeah. It's yeah. spreadable on wheat toast. <laughs> Only on wheat toast? Or is that and just... it's got like... <laughs> Well, I I don't know. I just picked the first bread that came to my head. But like Pikachu's face is looking back at you like Pikachu. Oh my god. <laughs> Why are there so many Yes, good I got to sneak in Pikachu voice. Is there is before before you look for any more opportunities, do you want to do you want to do any other impressions of Pokémon that you know how to do real good? Oh, I I can do a few. Um but to be honest, there uh, there's a lot of them that are really, really similar because they have the similar voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, trying to find like a diversity. Um, I can do Mr. Mime. Please do. Mime, mime, mime! <laughs> That's good! <laughs> um, 
Squirtle. Squirtle! Whoa. And then Bulbasaur is just literally the same thing. Cheap Bulbasaur. Uh, Tokopi. Oh, I'm having flashbacks to my days on DeviantArt when people I would do Skype calls with would do the same exact thing. Uh, that, that one's really good. Oh, I'm impressed. My my very, very small cousin... Um, she uh well when she was a baby now she's like in her 20s i'm fucking old um <laughs> when she was very very little jigglypuff was like her absolute favorite and she would like walk around and she'd pretend to be jigglypuff and we'd all have to pretend to fall asleep and she'd draw on her faces so <laughs> i would do the song for her oh that's adorable uh, i'm trying to think um i can do bunnelby I do not actually know Bunnelby's voice because that was after I stopped watching. Bunnelby! I can see that. You've painted a picture in my head. Um, I could do Diggersby too. Diggersby is stupid. It's literally Diggersby. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of the Kanto Pokemon that I can do because I've been into this shit for too long. Um, a lot of them are just like really weird noises. Like Volpex is just. <laughs> yeah, they can't all be. They can't all be, you know, exciting. Uh multi-syllabic names uh there's there's a few other different pokemon that i can do but i can't think of at the moment either way i think i think this is a a very good display of the talent that you so clearly possess i did want to be a voice actor for a very long time really yes did anything in particular stop you or did you just decide other things were your calling fucking lazy <laughs> that's a good reason well i think because I think now that some voice actors can literally work from home, um, like they have their own recording studio or they go to like a lo local recording studio, um, I'm not entirely sure. I've seen sometimes like voice actors being in their own booths recording things for like, you know, anime dubs. Um, that's what I wanted to do was I wanted to do anime dubs because I'm a fucking weeb. You are in good company here. This is a podcast that is mm. weeb-friendly. Yatta. We will not beat you up and steal your lunch money. I, no one beat me up and stole my lunch money. They were too afraid. They thought I would, they were gonna, that I was going to cut them. I would probably just be afraid of that just from anyone. I don't want anyone to look at me or speak to me. I was a total emo chick, man. I had, like, the hair over my eye. Oh, I man. did my makeup every day, like, really, really dark around my eyes. Sometimes I took my eyeliner and drew, like, spider webs, like, on the corner of my eyes. I did the crow makeup one day. And then I stopped doing it after bitches started copying it. Oh, trendsetter. Well, again, I live in, like, this really, really small town. Like, I've lived in the same 
part of the state my entire life. Still, very, very cool that you, uh, that you had sort of a style that was worth copying. I'm trying to think. I thought so. I'm trying to think, and I don't think my high school experience was anything that anyone would want to emulate in any way. Um, I, f I feel like I keep segueing these questions into nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You, it's, it's, your, it's your turn to talk about what you want to talk about. You're not beholden to I have, anything. I have the gift of gab. It's, it's a powerful gift, and it is well-suited to a show on the internet where you talk about things like this one. Well, sweet. Hell yeah. All right. Though, yeah. I do have... Uh, one question, and that is something that you might be particularly poised to answer, just given, you know, sort of how long you've been around in the fandom area. Mm-hmm. And that is, the the name of this podcast is based on those blank subject, uh, lowercase high notes that people occasionally get on Fur Affinity from people who are usually about to follow up with do you RP, using as few words or letters as possible. Oh, God. Do you have, and we're not, we, we don't name names, we're, and, you know, if you want to, you can, but I'll, I'll bleep it out, so don't even try to sneak one by. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. I don't like really name dropping. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but we, Unless it's private, then I will spill that tea. <laughs> We will we will hold the we will hold court for subject high the podcast private edition. We have our own little tea party. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But but for now, are there any experiences that stand out to you as being particularly not not necessarily uncomfortable, but sort of sort of that stick out in your mind in that realm of the fandom that you'd like to like to speak on? Um, for the most part, um through my art career people have been very very pleasant to me and i appreciate it fantastic um there's 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 been a few people that i've had falling out with fallings out with um but i i'm a sucker for punishment i guess and i'm just like oh, okay i guess we could still be friends um but um Mm, I guess just the typical weird furry shit, like cringy comments. Um, uh, I've gotten a couple of the do you RP? So I had to make it like abundantly clear on the bios of like <laughs> all of my accounts that I do not RP. Don't fucking ask. Um, I rarely RP with my own husband. And I imagine that he is front of the line for that sort of thing. Yeah, if I do, it's usually with him. And that's still very rare. That makes sense. Yeah. But either way, that's that's very, very impressive that you've had such uh, such good experiences. Like, con-wise? Oh, boy. Um, I've, I've met quite a few of my following, and they've always been really really pleasant and nice and very kind and I've made a lot of really good friends by meeting meeting the people that follow my artwork and I I really just love these people so much that's awesome but there's always a few um uh just over overbearing and like oh I'm sorry if I'm being annoying and it's like, 
yes, you are being annoying, but I'm not that person that's going to tell you that you're being annoying. So I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. It's fine. And I fucking suffer in silence for another two hours. <laughs> um, so if I don't like you, you usually won't know. Oh, fun. Um, this is how I am. I'm just overly nice to people. There's definitely um, worse ways to be, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's been times where I wish I could have been a little bit more assertive and stood my ground and, you know, said that, no, this is not okay. But um, I've had instances with, with that, even in fursuiting. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. My, my very first con, um, some guy asked for a hug. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And uh, motherfucker starts petting me, and he's like, mm, "You're murtastic." And I was like, "Ha, goodbye, mm. goodbye, mm. goodbye." That's enough of that. Let's, mm. See you later. It's the worst thing I think I've heard in a long, long time. And I actually don't know him. This not murtastic fellow, um, <laughs> but there's, there's always this one person at AC that I run into and it's not that he's a bad person okay he just has no boundaries yeah he has tried to scritch my tummy in and out of fursuit Ugh. oh god I, I just hell to the na 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 entirely no. just tensed up that is there's you know boundaries are an important thing folks well, like the only person that can really do that is my husband. Yeah, it's... and very, 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 very close friend. Jeez, that is. I'm. I'm sorry. He had that experience. And I, like I have that experience every year with this guy because I'm too nice to be like, ha! Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well. Well. How. How about this? Instead of instead of particular instances, if there were if there were three three etiquette rules that you could set down for uh fursuit interactions and just sort of art fan interactions what are what are your three pet peeves that you wish people would stop doing fursuit wise um do not glomp hug or tackle any fursuiter from behind yeah that seems like a big a big one they can't see you and a lot of times they cannot see you until you are like directly in front of them. Like I have, I have a pretty wide range of vision in my head because I made the eyes big enough to see, but still it's like a horse with blinders on. Like you don't go up behind a horse and, you know, slap it on the ass and then expect not to get, not expect the horse to be upset yeah because I've had people like even people that I know like are really close to do not come up behind me and hug me I have severe social anxiety and I'm super jumpy so if you see me in fursuit if you are coming up behind me and there's no way you can actually get into my line of sight, tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, Blizzy, hey, Blizzy, get my attention. And that's with any fursuiter. Tap them on the shoulder and get their attention. Just seems respectful. If you want a hug, ask. 
if you want a picture, I mean, nothing stopping you really from taking pictures of fursuiters that are just like walking around. But, you know, if you want a picture with a fursuiter, they're not going to know what you're doing unless you tell them. Because I've sat there still like an idiot. They're like, oh, I'm making a video like for two minutes. Oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> really? Yeah, just standing there. I'm like, take the picture. Come on, essay. I got a few. Oh, that is. I'm. I'm. I'm impressed that you were sort of doing the whole the whole still life thing for so long. Because there was like a couple people at that point. I'm like, okay, everybody's taking pictures. All right. I'm not moving. Okay. All right. I move a little bit and put a hand on a hip. And open the mouth. Now I'm smiling. Okay. That guy is still taking a video. <laughs> and and it's always like the awkward, I'm making a video. And it's like, oh, okay. So I start doing really stupid shit to make up for it. <laughs> like, like <laughs> oh, God. And this stupid little voice. Um, and yeah, just no inappropriate touching. Don't Don't try to rub their belly. Um, I'm, I've been bad about that. Um, especially with my friends. Like, oh, rub your belly in their first full suit. And they're like, ha, that's my crotch. And I'm like, ha, I'm never doing that again. Oh, jeez. Uh, so that, that's, uh, that's a, that's a big one. Um, if you're going to be cute and pet a fur suit, don't dig your fingers into the fur and scratch it like you would a dog. Because that's going to ruin the fur. Ugh. So don't do that. Uh, if you have dirty hands, don't fucking touch the face. Ugh. Wash your damn hands, you nasty. Yeah, definitely. Just just good advice, especially now. Start washing yourself, your hands, your face, bathe. Change, Wash your damn hands. Change your pillowcase. <laughs> Tell that one to my husband. His is greasy as fuck. Ugh, no, change your pillowcase. Be a nasty boy. It's not good for you. Um, And artist-wise... Uh, like, say I'm, like, in the dealer's den. Um, I find it really, really hard to focus on working when people come up to me because I have the gift of gab and, um, I'll sit and fucking bullshit with you for five, ten minutes. So, I will keep talking until I, it, sometimes I, I will notice that I'm doing it and I'll try to end the conversation, but I'm really bad at it. So if you if you see that that like someone's trying to end the conversation, just do it. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times, like in an artist alley or dealer's den, they are working. So like if you're going up to say hi to an artist that you like, if they're if they're working, keep it short and sweet. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you do do you do dealer's den stuff often? I have not done any dealers' dens because I don't have a lot of physical merch yet. I'm working on that. Um, and things are kind of going slow with the whole coronavirus thing. Because um, the, the company that I go through, some of the stuff that they have um, comes through manufacturers in China. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't asked because the guy that I talked to, he's kind of become a friend 
of mine. So I try not to ask to not stress him out because I know he's got like a lot on his plate. But um, uh, when things do get better, um, I want to. I want to. I have a couple dockies lined up, like the body pillows. I have a couple of those lined up, and I've got one of those booby mouse pads in the works. Ooh. So it's going to be uh, my fursona, Blizzy, and then I have a couple different characters that I that I want to do, and then my husband's Sona, but it's his bum. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm going to buy one, and it's going to be my mouse pad. Perfect. I I have always kind of wanted uh, one of those one of those mouse pads just for just for the gel purposes, but I wound yeah. I wound up getting one that is the opposite of that as a joke. It it is like the the standard booby mouse pad setup, but the character is flat chested, so there's no gel. Oh, and it's a joke only I laugh at. But I'm looking at it now, and I'm smiling, being like, "Haha, it's not an opi mouse pad; it's a no pie mouse pad." But there are some artists, like especially in the company that I'm going through, um, they some artists are really really clever, like um, uh, my uh, I say friend. Um, I hope we're friends, but um, more of an acquaintance, really, because we only see each other every once in a while. But Iphis, um, she has these cute little mouse pads of her tiger Sona. And instead of boobies or a butt, it's her paws. And it is so cute and clever. And just her merch is always superb. That sounds absolutely adorable. But um, if I do work at a con, it's usually Artist Alley. I don't do it much in Anthrocon anymore because of their system. It takes forever to get checked out. So if I do deal at, like, Anthrocon, I'll probably do Dealer's Den rather than Artist Alley. I mean, ultimately, that, you know, that makes sense given given what you're working with. Yeah, once once I get some merch set up and... You know, kind of get you know my shit together. Basically, <laughs> I feel like that's that's all I ever do is like try to get my shit together. It's just never together. <laughs> it's hard to get your shit together. It really is. Uh I think honestly, that is. I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of running out of particular questions. Uh, one one that I did have that I was just sort of curious from from another artist perspective is how long does it usually take you start to finish for. Uh, a piece that you're working on, like full color. Full color? Um, it really depends on the subject matter most of the time. Because I, I love to shade. And it, I, I find it really hard not to shade sometimes because I love to shade so much. Um, but um, a fully shaded piece for me is about eight to ten hours. Okay. That's not bad. Especially with as high quality as a lot of your stuff is. Oh, thanks. I don't know. That's just something I'm always kind of curious about because my my philosophy is very much, you know, just pump it out fast and get it done. (laughs) Oh, I wish I was faster. Like, Loco Salt, she was always so quick. Like, in her flat streams, she could do, like, five or six. One night she did eight. I could barely do three. <laughs> Jeez. That's I'm impressed. She's super fast. Super fast. 
honestly, I wish that I could be one of the people who could like sit in front of a drawing for six to eight hours and be like, I know what to work on next. Yeah, she she really had a like. I notice I like have this too. Like she like she had a hard time focusing sometimes, but when she had her focus, like she was bam, 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 and it was all done. I'm impressed. Like I really like she helped me out with like um, how I do my streams and stuff. So like the way that I do my commission streams now is because of her. Still influential to this day. Mm. All right. Um. Okay. We've gone over your your influences in media. We've talked about how you got your start in art and the genesis of the fandom stuff. Is is there anything you know anything that you would like to talk about that you haven't gotten a chance to? Um. I don't know. With my art career, I've always had a bunch of people that were really, really supportive for me, which made it easier. But for those who tell you you can't do art as a career, um, it's bullshit. Because no matter what kind of art that you do, you you can figure out how to make money from it. Like, there was one particular teacher that I had in, in high school, Mr. Lily. How dare he? I love this man. He oh. is my surrogate oh. dad. <laughs> I, I completely misread where we were going with this. No, no, no. I, no, he is my father. He, he's my father. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Him. Lily. <laughs> no, like, we're friends on Facebook and shit. <laughs> uh, and he, he says, love you. He's like, you're one of my kids. Love you. Aww. Uh, it's totally platonic. Don't don't even go there. Um, I wasn't going to. That would be weird. Oh, I'm telling the audience. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, listen up. <laughs> Square up, man. Square up. Um, but no, he he and another teacher that I had, um, Mr. Mattingly. He those those two men really helped me grow as an artist through just even just through high school just the four years that i was in high school um they were so instrumental to what what kind of artist i i became through their support and just mr lily loved everything that i did he didn't give a shit like he just loved it and you know he gave me all the praise that i needed it is important. And Mr. Mattingly, he pushed me. He pushed me to do better all the time. And I I like I don't want to sound like that bitch, but he really singled me out sometimes. Like he gave me different projects than the rest of the class most of the time. All right. Interesting. Um one year, he, because uh, I had him for uh, a few different classes, because we had like a small high school, and he he did a lot of uh, different a lot of different classes, like art wise. Um, I had him for watercolor, and I love painting traditionally. Like if I could watercolor all the time, I totally I totally would. Okay. Um, but one day he's getting ready to give us a new assignment 
And uh, so he explains to everybody what we're doing and da da da. And then afterwards, as I'm, you know, starting to get my stuff ready, and he goes, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I've got something different for you today. And I'm like, mm, okay. And he's like, he hands me a pamphlet and he's like, this is a pamphlet for the patriotic arts contest. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, you know, only, only girls can do this. And so I want you to make a piece for this contest. I'm like, do I have a choice? He's like, no. <laughs> well, that's and he is like, he's like, no anime, no animal people. Just <laughs> do it realistic. Do it realistic and watercolor, watercolor and verithins. And he he handed me like these very, um, they're they're like prisma colors, but the the lead is the uh, is a lot harder. All right. Um, so it gives a different texture. Um, so he's like, so this is, this is your project. So every day in his class for a week, that's what I worked on. And it was huge. I, like, he's like, make it big. And I was like, oh, okay. And you know, he, he'd sit and he'd look over my shoulder and he was always wearing his purple pants. <laughs> what he a character. Purple pants. Mm. Um, and like, have, have you ever seen the movie Pretty in Pink? I have not but I've heard good things. Okay. But if you've ever seen Pretty in Pink, talking to the audience again, if you've ever seen Pretty in Pink, the guy who plays Blake, no, Blaine, Blaine, that's his name. Mr. Mattingly looked like him, but it is 60s. So, but he, but he, um, what are those even called? It's not a tie. It's more like a brooch on a rope. Have you ever seen those? Um, like cowboys. Like a bolo tie? Mm-hmm. It's not a tie. It's like a brooch, but on leather cord. And it does it have like the two little the two little dangly bits at the bottom of it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I think that's a bolo. Okay. Well, he wore those every day. <laughs> I like this guy's fashion sense. Yes, he wore like purplish, reddish corduroy pants and a bolo tie. This dude sounds incredible. Yes. R rest in peace. Oh. He passed away after I graduated. Aww. But we. Uh, so we did that and we got it all framed and mat well, well matted not framed but so he he had me cut the mat and we got it all sent out and how this how this contest worked was because it was patriotic they go through your local VFW first okay so they 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 vote on the pieces that were at your local VFW. Well, I was the only person that that did it. So I I automatically won because there was nobody against me. So but the the local VFW was so sweet. All these little old people, they threw me a party. Aww. And they gave me a plaque. And I felt so cool. And my mom cried. <laughs> I still have the plaque. It's I haven't hung it up yet. Um but it's uh it's in a tote in the next room. I know where it is. Um, but then they send it through state level. So so now my painting is going to the capital, Charleston, to be voted against all these other girls in my state. And then I, we don't hear from them for like two months. 
and I'm just like, oh my god, when am I going to get my painting back? Because at this point, my grandfather has seen it. He wants it. He wants to give me money for it. He wants it. It was, um, it was an angel uh, leaning over a cross, like stone cross tombstone that said like "Remember 9/11" on it, and then there was like a pool of her tears in front of her, and then in her reflection was a bald eagle. Very American. Yeah, and then her wings were like like I had like a an American flag projected on it. Okay. This sounds yeah, incredible, my, by the way. My grandfather bought it for a hundred dollars. Like he gave me a hundred dollars and it was like, it's mine. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Aggressive much. Um, but um so we we waited for a while and wasn't hearing anything back, and I was I was feeling kind of dumpy about it because I was like, oh, we haven't heard anything, and maybe I lost and uh blah blah blah. And so finally we get two letters in the mail and my mom is losing her shit she goes oh my god here it is she was so cute (laughs) and she goes okay you open this one and i'll open and i was like okay (laughs) so i open it and i'm reading through it and they're like congratulations you got eight and i was like yay eighth place (laughs) awesome and I'm just like I look kind of dumpy and I put I put the letter on the coffee table and my mom was like still staring at hers but her eyes are like the size of saucers and I'm like what are you doing and she's like what did yours say and I was like it says I got eighth she's like read it again because this one says you got first and I was like first in what she goes in West Virginia you got first place in West Virginia. I'm like, no shit. Oh, shit. But what does this one mean? She goes, you got eighth in the nation. Oh, fuck. I mean, there were only eight places that you could, you know, make. Still, though. But there was only like 45 of the states that were competing. Ah, only so the good my, ones. My, my, biggest, my first biggest accomplishment was winning eighth place at the national level for the patriotic arts contest that's still wildly impressive at 17 yeah congratulations and my grandfather still has it hung up on the wall <laughs> and then he was like put it in our local fair and then i won a blue ribbon at our local fair too that year so it's kind of- <laughs> this is kind of an award hog of a painting well i've i've always put my artwork in our local fair. Um, it started when I was at my grandparents' house and I was drawing and um, at one point I had drawn like a really crude but still legible Powerpuff Girls. And my grandma, she just put it in, put it in the fair and I, I don't even know how old I was. Maybe like whenever the Powerpuff Girls came out. Um... I don't know maybe first first or second grade maybe a little older and it's already entering the fair yeah and she, she just kind of put it in she didn't even tell me she she was doing it she just did and that was the first time that you know i'd been in any competition or anything and i got third place 
But after getting that ribbon, I was like, oh, this feels good. <laughs> yeah. And so since then, I have put it, put something in since then. Like I did last year and I'm going to do it again this year. Um, Because my, my grandma commissions me for a watercolor painting. And she's like, put it in the fair and get me a ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, bitch. <laughs> uh, I think last year she had me paint a watercolor of a horse. It's not the first time she's had me paint a horse. It was the second time she's made me paint a horse. Grandma likes horses. And then year oh, yeah, she does. She likes cowboys and she a little country bumpkin. And I love her. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with um, cowboys and horses. And then the year before that, I did a painting of my nephew, and a lot of times I end up in my own category by myself because I do mixed media. Yeah. It's like, none of y'all motherfuckers use colored pencils, too, at the same time? Like, all right. A hardline traditionalist at the, at the fair. Yeah. Because I put, like, I use my white gel pen and put highlights in and Ooh, fancy the one horse that i did i used like kind of translucent gold paint to make the hair shine and calm down picasso grandma loved that she goes oh it's shiny <laughs> your impression of your grandma is incredible <laughs> my usual impression for my grandma is this all right here <laughs> she's like sorry you want to paint me a picture it's mine I paid for it. <laughs> I only charge her 40 bucks for a painting. Damn. Grandma discount. Yes. Big discount. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'll give you an extra 10 if you give me a ribbon. <laughs> oh, grandma knows how to incentivize. I'm impressed. Yes. She, she'll call me and she goes, have you been working on my picture? <laughs> have you been working on it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's so she's so cute. She's I don't want to say she's more of my mom than my mom, but she's more of my mom than my. Eh, I, I think there's lots of people out there who could sort of empathize with that, you know, sentiment. Yeah. My grandparents are definitely my favorite people in the world, and they they've always been super supportive of my art. Like. I actually drew them for Sonas once. <laughs> really? How did they take that? I'm curious. No, they loved it. They fucking framed it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hanging up in their kitchen. Um, pretty much anything that I've ever drawn, she's like, can I have it? That's mine, right? <laughs> and because I, if I was painting something for myself for the for the county fair, she'd be like, uh, is that mine? I'm like, no. I'll buy it. <laughs> and that's when she started like, what if I pay you for a painting so it's mine? <laughs> I'm like, okay. But I made them little fursonas and uh, I actually, I made my grandfather a, a, a panther, like, like, a, like a cougar. Okay. Um, I thought about making him a bear because he's just 
a big fluffy old man. He's just so cute. Um, and they decorated their house with black bears everywhere. Um, but then my grandmother, I made her like a blondish wolf because I've drawn my dad as a wolf before for him. Because like if I if if I could picture him as any animal, it's a and I've I've drawn my mother as a snow leopard before, which has another story attached to that, which is pretty funny. I was getting a commission of my Sona, and the only reference that I had at the time was the one that I did for the the drawing that I did for my mom for Mother's Day. So she's a snow leopard too. Well, as he's drawing my Sona all smutty. <laughs> I realize he's drawing my mom. Ah! I'm like, no, 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 other snow leopard. That's my mom! <laughs> oh, God. Ah! <laughs> he was like, oh, shit, that horny. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't think um, I've ever heard of that before. <laughs> I was a little traumatized. Oh, my God, I imagine. What the fuck? Uh, like bringing up my my uh, art teacher, Mr. Lily, again. Yes. Because I remember as I was right before graduation, I was talking about what colleges I was going to apply to. He pulled me aside. He goes, "Don't do it." And I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Don't do it." I was like, "Don't do what?" He goes, "Don't go to college." You don't need it. Oh, shit. And I was like, what? Because Mr. Mattingly had been drilling me for four years. Go to college, go to college, go to college. I'd actually applied for the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. Okay. But they wanted way too much money. And I said, no, that's not happening, fam. That's smart. But had I not gone to that shitty community college... I would not have married my husband. So it all worked out. Because he ended up going to the same community college after he graduated. And I was his girlfriend's roommate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such serendipity. Well, we were very, very, very good friends before, before that. Okay. Um, because we hung out every morning at the nerd table, um, and I come to find out, like as we started dating, that he had a huge crush on me in high school, but hadn't said anything. God. Like I had no idea. He was really good at hiding it. <laughs> and then one of the other guys at our table ended up asking me, and I don't know why I told him yes. I was with this guy for like four years. Worst four years of my life. Ugh, yucky. Yeah. If I could take that back and date my husband, it would be Gucci. Um, <laughs> because so many things went wrong in that relationship. Um, but in a way, I feel like bad relationships are good for you in a sense that it shows you what you don't want, what you don't need. Out of, a, out of a relationship. Like, what kind of partner you don't need. Oh, yeah. Um, but 
I ended up rooming with his girlfriend because she and I were in a lot of the same art classes in high school. And she's like, oh, you're going here. Um, you know, we just got a spot that opened up in our in our dorm. You know, why don't you, you know, just join in our dorm room. Just sign up for it. And I was like, okay. And for the year that I was there, I hung out with my husband more than I hung out with anybody else. A very good sign. Yeah, he is he best bros. I tell you what, we were best buds. And he would bring his his Xbox down to our room and we'd hook it up to my TV and we'd sat and played Portal um and Left for Dead and all the classics. And he's still dating her and I'm still dating my ex. And during that time, my ex cheated on me. Shitty. Yeah. And we were engaged, too. Why the fuck was I going to marry this tool? I have no idea. <laughs> I was going to have his babies. Ugh. Thank God I did not. Nobody needs those nasty babies. Uh-uh, no way. They're not, they do not need to be more of that man in this world. Yucky. Um, but that's okay. Karma struck him real bad. He is now a registered sex offender. <laughs> For life. Oh. For life. Wow. Yep. Stupid <laughs> ass. Um <laughs> but, you know, I took it really hard and I I was not in a very good place after that. And I was contemplating suicide because I had known nothing else and he did the ultimate betrayal for me and Blizzy was not in a good spot but my best bro was there to pick me back up man and it's it sounds corny like I swear how we hooked up sounds like the script to a rom-com I tell you what Hey, sometimes like, sometimes life works out like that, though. So, I'm texting him while I'm contemplating killing myself. Jeez. And he... I don't... I. It's, like, in my head, before I say it, it sounds dumb, but it is, like, the coolest thing ever. So, I'm talking to... I'm texting him... Cause I don't know what to do. Like I'm like, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. And I'm scared and I'm upset. And so I'm texting him and I was, uh, I think it was texting one other person. He, no, he texted another one of our friends and he called campus police on me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that friend. Um, but what's more fucked up, is his fucking girlfriend was in the dorm room with me. And she was doing nothing about it. That's just being a bad friend. Yeah. It was bad. Um, but I got a text from him. Because at this point, I was like pushing more towards I'm going to do it. And I get a text. Please don't do it. Please don't go. I love you. 
That's and a- I was like, uh, I'm gonna put this knife down. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And no, he wasn't. He wasn't dating her at the time. She had broken up with him on Valentine's Day. She a shitty person. Yeah, no kidding. And she still expected to get her gifts as well. Ah, oh, that's no. At the very least, at the very least, leave the man his own like sadness no, chocolate. I went with him, and we returned them. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And then he bought a new video game. <laughs> Good. Treat yourself. I was like, treat yourself. Yeah. Oh man, and I chewed her out about it too. I'm like, he's such a good guy, and you know, like you're lucky, and he puts up with your bullshit all the time, blah blah blah. And then after, you know, he he basically confessed to me over this text message. Um, he, uh, I kind of pretended that I didn't read it because I didn't want it to make it awkward between us. So for like for like a week. <laughs> I pretended like I didn't see that text message. Oh no! But uh, it it worked out. It really did. Um, we hung out together a lot more because you know he was still hurting after you know his girlfriend broke up with him, and you know I was still not okay. So we were we were each other's rock, basically. Very supporting. And then the last couple months after that, like, I was, like, hanging out at his house. Like, his mom and dad loved me. They loved me. And his dad would be like, are you guys dating? Did you ask her out? <laughs> are you guys a thing yet? <laughs> and his, his mom's like, yeah, ask her, ask her. Uh-huh. And, uh... Like, she pulled him aside. I like her. Keep her. (laughs) (laughs) They fucking regret it now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, got him. Nah, it's not that bad. Um, But our first date was fucking Disney World. Really? Yes, because uh, his girlfriend, his ex at the time, was supposed to go with him to a trip to Florida with them. But since she broke up with him, they're like, we have an extra ticket. Would you like to go? There you go. And his mom and dad were playing Cupid real hard. (laughs) They had your best interest at heart. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that was, it was super cool. I mean, as, as much as I love and hate the Magic Kingdom... I call it the Tragic Kingdom because I have the most panic attacks at Magic Kingdom. Because I'm I'm afraid of crowds. That's fair, and there's certainly a lot of fucking crowds at Disney. And during my panic attack at Disney World, it's like he knew immediately what I needed. So I'm starting to panic. I can't breathe. You know, like. Like my vision's like blackening around, you know, around me. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna pass out. And he just wrapped both arms around me and just pulled me into his chest, and he just darkened everything around me, and I immediately felt safe. Aww, that is so fucking cute. I know. 
And he still does that for me. It's the best. Aww. He's the best at hugs. He really is. He sounds great. But like he 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 knew exactly what I needed and he was super nice and polite and I just it was like the best date ever. <laughs> and that was the first one. Yeah. Incredible. But every date that we have feels like that. For the seven years I've been married to him, every date still feels like that to me. That's perfect. He's perfect. I love him. I'm big dumb head. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's about all I have and could ask for. Like this, a, a story of you know tragedy and love. Oh, perfect. Tugging right at my damn heartstrings. Why don't you? I'm I'm welling up. Like I'm I'm glad that this is on my podcast so that, so that I can sell the fucking Oscar rights to it and make a million dollars. Yeah, you make that money. <laughs> I did not expect you to be on board with me profiting from your love story. <laughs> yeah, as long as when you're getting that Oscar, I'm in the back twerking. <laughs> oh, I would have it no other way. <laughs> in my fursuit. Please. That's, Hi, Mom. that's that's what the world needs is fursuit twerk award ceremonies. Oh God, this big ass fat chick <laughs> with a damn cat head on. <laughs> Look at that dumb bitch. Uh, He's like, yeah, it's me. I think we found the 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 episode title, and I think it's gonna be twerking with a cat head on. <laughs> yes. Oh, I really appreciate you sitting here and letting me just fucking word vomit. No, it was it was wonderful. You were an incredible guest with lots of fun stories to share, and I think everyone's going to appreciate it. I, Thanks. I know I did. I had a fucking blast. Me too. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But before I say the end credits thing, is there any any person... Besides your husband, obviously, or any people that you would like to do a quick shout-out for? Oh, shoot. Put me right on the spot. Shit. Yeah. Um. Oh. Gunmouth. My very good friend of mine. He just had a loss. His very good friend has passed away. It, find him on Twitter, on Fur Affinity, whatever. I mean, don't don't pull the condolences, sending prayers your way, blah blah blah. Just be like, we love you, man. You're awesome. So send send some love to my friend, Gunmouth. Hell yeah. He really needs some smiles. Send him some. Send him stupid cat memes and just say it's from Blizzy. <laughs> Just it's from at Blizzy Noms. <laughs> when when this when this goes out, there's gonna be it's it's I have like a couple other ones in the works, so it's probably gonna be like a few weeks away at most. So this is gonna be like delayed cat meme bomb for for gun. Just <laughs> just cat meme bombs. Don't mention anything about his his friend passing. If this is really if it's gonna be that late, don't mention his friend. Just be like. Lizzie sent you a shout out. You my bro. <laughs> yeah. That sounds that sounds phenomenal. Uh 
Is there is there any like websites where you can be found that are are best to reach you in the in the event in the off chance that people have heard of me and this podcast but not you and your excellent work? Um, I'm more active on my Twitter nowadays. I'm I'm still uh, figuring out some shit with uh, fur affinity. Um, by the time I go to do something about it, they've changed something. So, ugh. yeah. Um, kind of considering leaving for affinity because you know, my Twitter is doing so well. I'm kind of leaving it there um, as a backup. But um, my Twitter handle is Blizzy Noms N O M S, and just it's B L I Z Z I E. N O M S. And that's where you're going to find all my not suitable for work stuff, my VOR stuff, um, which surprisingly enough is not my kink. Really? I am not into it at all. Wow. Bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> I did it because my husband's a gut slut. <laughs> and then he just started making me big money. And I was just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, Vor, Vor people got money. Yeah, they do. Goddamn furries, where do you get all this money? I and thank you for giving it to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, we we don't we don't have the big money. You you have the big money. Please continue to share your big money. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Uh, if you if you want to hear more of my stupid nonsense or listen to me talk about my fucking Animal Crossing horsewife more, because I'm going to do that. She's my horsewife too, bitch! Oh my god, fucking polygamous horsewife! Yes! Damn it, another great episode title. Maybe for later. We share a horsewife. <laughs> She's in my town too. Fuck yes. She's so good. I love her to death. Uh, okay. If she ever moves away, seppuku, I swear. <laughs> smash, the, smash the fucking switch over your knee. It's worthless. He just sobs into a pillow. <laughs> All around me. Just <laughs> fucking blare that. Oh, incredible. Mad world and cry into a pillow next to my switch that snapped in half. <laughs> just shake shake the switch, hoping that she falls out. <laughs> Get out of there, bitch. <laughs> I know you're still in there. This is your home. <laughs> Open up, bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> I know you in here. There's a lot more voices uh, in this episode than I was expecting. Not that I don't appreciate them. They're very welcome here. My my mom always called me the living cartoon. I'm I can I can do a few impressions, but most Kermit the Frog is the only one I'm any good at. I love Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. Oh shit, that is spot on! Thank you for listening to my Kermit cast. But that's all I got. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. It just makes me laugh every time. It's or, um, um, this is Bubbles, uh, the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, my God. That's really good, too. Shit. Fuck. Bubbles. I'm hardcore. Oh, my God. I need to watch the Powerpuff Girls again to miss it. <laughs> Man, we have ADD. Not wrong, but whatever. <laughs> Put two bitches with ADD in a fucking podcast. Hell yeah. 
That's, Hot mess. That's the thing about podcasts. Is it's mine, and I get to decide what stays in. And if I want bubbles impressions and long conversations about horse wives, you <laughs> please continue to support me and listen. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna reach me, I am Twitter user at Hookyloof because at Hookaloof was taken. I am Fur Affinity user the underscore Hookaloof because Hookaloof was taken. I made a Patreon for supporting my podcast so I could pay my editor better back when I thought I was about to lose my job, but I didn't. Uh, that's that's just patreon.com slash hookaloof. That one I managed to get. And uh, other than that, this has been this has been Subject High, the only podcast on the internet with the guests who do. do, 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 do. And I hope do you have what? a great day. <laughs> I haven't decided what they do yet. I just know they do all the things. I just know that they do. They just fucking do. They do. And I drop a cool. Don't you fucking forget it. I drop a cool echo filter on the word do. 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 Do.